friends. Welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We are in studio. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> I had that like in my mind in the background, like we're superheroes or something. Yeah, we are. Um, Yeah, it has been a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. So... We know this is a little early, but we wanted to give you guys life updates now, mm-hmm. and we'll explain why. Um, but yes, so I'll go first. My life update: mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks ago, I think I had mentioned to you guys that I had bought a couch for my new place. You did, I did, I did. And I don't know about you guys, but when you make major life up, like life purchases like that, like adult purchases. Yeah, something you that spend, costs more than 200 bucks. <laughs> right. You spend all this money, and then you walk out of the store, and you... With nothing. ...don't have anything. So infuriating. So they told me it was supposed to be here at the beginning of October. Well, it is now almost the end of October. Womp womp. And now I'm being told it won't be here till the end of November. No! It'll be a Thanksgiving couch. <laughs> no, it'll be like a birthday present by that point. But, so sad. Um, but I'm going on vacation next month at that same time, yes. so I'm like... I really want it to be here earlier. Where are you going for your big three zero? Oh, yeah, that's right. I turned 30. 30! Um, You're I only mean, a month behind me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Florida, actually, to spend... So my birthday is exactly a week before Thanksgiving. So I'm going mm-hmm. to Florida to spend my birthday and Thanksgiving with my mom and some family mm-hmm. members. And I just heard that... You guys know our good friend, Nicole. Yes. She's going with me. How cool. So I'm super excited. So she'll be there for like the first half with my birthday, but then she'll come home for Thanksgiving with her family. But it's exciting because we all need vacations. That's really sweet. Yeah. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time to get away. And thankfully, due to, you know, COVID and working from home, like I'm able to go for so long and still do work. Because mm-hmm. I can do it remotely, so that'll be fun to get away and but still be like a little plugged in. Yeah. So yeah. That's cool. That's me. Good life update. Now to you. Okay, here to me. Grab your tissues. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but kinda. <laughs> um, okay, so uh today is a Thursday. It is. Which means that two days ago. Two days. Tuesday the twentieth. I moved officially to Nashville. What? I'm out of the mitten, escaping the cold for a little bit longer. Which I'm sad about. The cold or just me leaving? Both. Okay. But definitely you leaving. (laughs) Um, I am very excited to be here, finally. And... Like, making plans with friends, and, like, I'm going hiking on Saturday already. I'm so pumped about it. Dang, girl. Yeah. So, the second life update, a little bit bigger, a little bit more of a sadder thing. Um, My mom passed away. Um, It's not due to COVID. That drives me nuts when people ask. Uh, I get it. It's, I'm, I get so infuriatedly angry. Yeah. If that's a word. (laughs) Like or a good combo of words. Yeah, like there's there's so much more in this world that have taken people than COVID. So can we stop assuming uh, that's so, the thing? Like, yeah, wear your masks, people, but not everyone dies of COVID. So that's frustrating. Um, so my mom passed away. Um, it has kind of been a, a long journey um, over the last five months. Um, 
And so that has sort of, I, I spent some time in California where she lives and some of my other family lives. I got to spend some extended time in August with, you know, her and the family and then got there pretty much, I mean, right on time, got to see her. She was in kind of a coma-like state, but just got to be in the room. Um, and it just, I mean, relatively, it, it all happened better than I better than I could have imagined. So um, me and my sister are doing, you know, well. Um, but yeah, that has hindered sort of our timeline. So it was sort of an, like Llewellyn had a great suggestion because we knew that the two star podcast, I had, we had recorded it right before I left yeah. essentially. Um, and it wasn't a planned leaving. It was like Monday, got the call left Wednesday, yeah. like m morning. Um, so Llewellyn had a great idea and just said, why don't we split the episode in two instead of whittling all of our conversation down to try and fit it into our yeah. 45 minute time frame. So, um, that's why we put it in two parts. So that's why you guys are getting a part two for two star. <laughs> yes. Um, because one, the conversation was just so funny and good and, you know, we just bantered. Um, but also that just gave me a little bit extra time to not have to worry about trying to record yep. remotely while being around family and nephew and niece and, you know, all that. So thank you guys for allowing us to do that. Um, we're doing well. Um, but yeah, so my third update and it kind of brings us back up as we ramp into <laughs> um, our second half of our funny conversation with the guys. Um, I won an Instagram contest. What? <laughs> what did you win? And I love, I like dearly love my mom. Like this, yes. I'm not yes, like she happy is. she's gone. Um, and no, but I won this Instagram contest. I'd been, um, me and my best friend, we met in French class back in freshman year of high school. And so we've always had this thread of, of really desiring to learn French okay. together. But our high school teacher didn't make it so that it was like a... French speaking class. She taught us in English. Um, so we didn't retain a lot. Um, but we had been reaching out to this lady who I saw on Instagram who teaches French as a second language professionally. Okay. And she's real expensive, but <laughs> I was like, we can't afford that right now. Like neither of us. Um, but she was doing an Instagram giveaway. So I won five free hours of classes. So Which five hours is like a good chunk of time. Yeah. She does like hour to an hour and a half lessons. So wow. I'll get like three to four, three to five lessons in, depending on how she wants to split it up. That's awesome. But I'm just excited to get some direction and, you know, grab some books she recommends. Cause I really, I do really have a desire to speak fluently. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, so I won an Instagram contest. So that is three big life updates. Yeah. Well, two big and one really small one, but just to get us more into the positive zone as yeah, we yeah. transition. That's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, we don't have a recap because it's the same episode, right. which as a reminder, we're talking about the one with the baby on the bus. Yes. Um, and a lot of other random topics. <laughs> She'll notice. We loosely talk about the baby yeah. on the bus. <laughs> so without further ado, check out our wrap up to our conversation with Two Star. There's another uh, little like kind of a teaser to like a future like episode part um, of the series where I don't think they necessarily planned for, but it ended up working out that way um, is when 
Ross at one point says like, oh, I hope like Ben ends up having a little sister one day because him and Monica are on the couch, like recanting all the times that they, you know, either hurt each other or cutting off the legs of the Ken doll, things like that, where there's like that sibling rivalry. And so Ross is like, I hope Ben has a, like a little sister one day that they can, he can do this too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just the irony of like him and Rachel in future series end up having a daughter together. So Ben would technically then have right. a younger sister but um, here's the thing, is that though, after Emily is born, Ben Emma. never appears on the show. I know. That is the weird yeah. thing, too, of he just sort of disappears. Well, that's, that's why Ross hoped he would have a little sister, because then he would never have to see Ben again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I do think that's very strange of how you could have this huge that like obviously would bleed into every area of Ross's life. Obviously he'd be, you know, sharing Ben with, you know, Susan and Carol, but. That's um, because he's a deadbeat. He like lost, they like lost interest in the Ben story, I guess. (laughs) Presumably they don't see Susan and Carol after that point. Because it would be weird if they were there without Ben. Ben, Maybe they're in it, but playing other characters. <laughs> Unrelated characters, not connected yeah. at all. <laughs> Cameos. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys have siblings? Uh yes, I've got I've got loads. I've got uh two brothers and a sister, but I never um I'm not close to my sister like Ro- uh, Ross and Monica are. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that anybody is because it's quite weird how much they how close they are. I don't, I don't think I know anyone who's that close to their sister that they would like sit on a couch and put their arm around each other and stuff. That's just, we're sort of, you know, we're sort of, we're more acquaintances. We, we kind of, we see each other when we, when when we're at family gatherings and we will make polite small talk, but we're not, you know, we have nothing in common. Okay. (laughs) What about you? Um, I have an older brother. He's eight years older than me. Um, and I have a younger sister who is less than a year and a half younger than me. So me and her are best friends. Um, but my brother came from my dad's future or uh, future marriage. <laughs> that would make zero sense. Wow. Back to the future. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. There's the tie in. Um, no, he came from my dad's first marriage and, um, being eight years older, there was, when you're that young, that gap is really hard to like relate to someone that much older than you. Um, and he lived always in a different state than us. So we are just now that we're all adults getting to know each other as, you know, human beings. So (laughs) what about you, Llewellyn? Yeah, I've got three older brothers. I would say the same thing. I'm not I don't understand the relationship that Monica and Ross have. I think it's weird too. Um, Cool. But I don't think I would ever feel that way with any one of my brothers. So being an acquaintance, it's kind of a, never thought about it that way. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. I'm just, they're not people I would choose to be friends with. They're fine. (laughs) I don't don't have anything against them. You're like born into it. You have no choice. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. They're not, they're not people I would hang around with by choice. It's just that sometimes you have to, don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, I think of all of you and your siblings. Um, I would choose to be friends with you, which is fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
there was there wasn't ever a moment when I was friends with you because I was hoping to be friends with one of them. Not even my younger brother. Well, your younger brother did say something very funny when we were playing on the N sixty four. I think he was about eight or nine, yeah. and he wanted to play, and you said no, and I said, "Oh, you can, you can have my turn," because I was nice. And so he used my controller and he played on, uh, I don't know what it would have been, Mario Kart, Goldeneye. And then he finished his go and he said, I'm going to go and wash my hands now. <laughs> and we said, why? Uh, are they dirty? He says, no, they smell. <laughs> he just touched all of my stuff. What a weird kid. Why would you he's, do that? Uh, he's eight years younger than me. So I think, uh, yeah, what you say, it stands. It's, uh, yeah, I... I out of all of them, he's the one that I get on with best. But um, we, because he's eight years younger than me, he's like a proper. I mean, I'm technically a millennial, but he's like proper millennial, like hipster style. And I've, <laughs> I've got nothing in common with the guy, but I like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other, I was interested. So Ross is getting this shot, you know, he's trying to avoid it because he wants, like, he's trying to figure out if there's a way he can get it orally just so he doesn't have to have a shot. And mm-hmm. he ends up hurting kind of Monica's hand in the process. Um, I, I was just curious, like, have you guys had any, like, broken bones or, like, any incidents where you've got, like, a funny story or, you know, an elaborate story on any broken or bruised or fractured bones? Chris, you've got one about your teeth, haven't you? Oof. Oh well, we uh, our um at our sixth form party. Would that be a prom? I guess. Yeah, I guess I just like got senior, incredibly senior prom, I guess, drunk, yeah. incredibly yeah. drunk, and I was wearing <laughs> I was wearing shoes with very little grip, and I fell over, but really, really hard on my face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got three teeth at the front that are not real teeth. Ouch. Yeah. That the, uh, it's less funny when you say it like that. It was yeah, more it was, fun it was when much I had... funnier at the time. <laughs> it, I it believe was more it. Fun when I had um, for a period of time, uh, they before they did the permanent stuff because things had to heal. Mm-hmm. I had one tooth on a plate, and um, when I would go out drinking, um, I, I would put it in my pint of beer. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it it was people that didn't know us just just loved that. Like this this, awesome. this this drunk kid so kind of wanders up and starts <laughs> chatting to you, and then just takes his tooth out. Kind of beer. It's Real a perfect little like there. antidote, and you know you might as well play it off while you can. My oldest brother has a fake front tooth. Um, he one of his friends threw a chair at him, and. <laughs> He lost his front tooth, and he, for the longest time, anytime he'd eat out at a restaurant, he would take it out and just like hold on to it <laughs> and like eat his food. So I totally relate. It's the weirdest thing to see him just like pop it out and do that. He's more normal now; he doesn't do it, but it was weird. I always think, I think having when a glass the... eye would be fun for that, <laughs> like yeah. to pop it out. <laughs> yeah, and put it in a drink or something. I think that'd be that'd be really good fun. Um, are there any other are there any other body parts that that work with? I'm thinking teeth and eyes because they're kind of like um, small. They, they're small, yeah. And um, I mean, teeth go in your mouth, and your food goes in your mouth, so that seems fine. Yeah, right. I can't think of any other like 
prosthetic body bits that it would make maybe like a prosthetic to. leg. <laughs> maybe somebody could like throw it on a fire. <laughs> uh, teaser <laughs> for <our future> episode. <laughs> um, I don't think you could because I think those points, like a tooth in your mouth, like and your eye, like those are like sensor points of like people get really weirded out by like nose and ears and eyes and mouth like there's all these like because it's so they seem like sensitive parts of the body where I don't feel like it's as as ironic to do like any of the other ones Mm. like to have like a prosthetic like I don't know foot like what do you I don't know anything else would be a bit more horrific wouldn't it Yes, yeah. yes. I, I think you'd have to change the the skit as well. Like you you couldn't put you couldn't put a fake leg in a pint of beer. No. You have to <laughs> like dip have the toes to in maybe somehow. <laughs> like so I think maybe you'd you'd drink from it. I think you'd make sure that it, it was watertight and you'd drink from it. I th- or if you had a prosthetic arm, you could maybe like antagonize somebody so that they grabbed you. But you've loosened your arm and it comes away in your hand. That would be, that would be fun. Well, I suppose you can you could stab the stab the fake arm to scare people. Yeah. Right. Or you could do the yeah. um, that five. What's that five knuckle fillet thing with the knife that they do on Alien? <laughs> oh yeah. Do that into. That'd be terrible. Yeah, that's true. I think the only yeah. bone the only bone I've ever broken was my. Um, I think there's like what two or three bones in your wrist maybe two. And I broke just the smallest one. I was, um, I was rollerblading down a hill, like a grass hill. So it wasn't even like, you know, paved over. And I slipped on like a patch of sand and just went down on it and broke it like immediately just split it right in two. Mm. Um, and it's just so interesting how even the littlest bone, you just, you can't even lift yourself up on that hand. Um, and then one other time I fractured, um, I fractured one of the bones in my right hand. It was my riding hand. In high school, I had learned how to snowboard and I was coming down a hill and clipped the back edge of my board and just fell backwards right on kind of my, like my thumb going down to like catch me and immediately like a golf ball size just rose right up and I couldn't use it at all to write. And my English teacher at the time was very, um, he made me write all the sentences on the board that we needed for the entire like week right after with my left hand as a way to like, because I couldn't write it with my right hand. He just knew it would take me like twice as long. So he did it as like, he did it as like a joke, but I was like, this is just going to take me three times longer than everybody else. So, but those are the only two and they're not, you know, they're not exciting. Um, I would consider the, the rollerblading down the grass hill sort of like, well, you know, probably shouldn't have been doing that. That was stupid, but everyone else was doing it. So I did too. So that's my claim to the, I don't know, broken arm game, I guess. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think broken bones are funnier if, uh, people are drunk. I think, (laughs) (laughs) I think if a child, if a child breaks their arm, it's just a bit, sad which was which was me so yeah i think if an adult does it then you can laugh at them because it's well you were drunk so maybe it's your fault i don't know unless they're attacked 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's no hard and fast rule. I just think... Are you saying that yeah. attack could be funny? <laughs> um, yeah, it could be. Actually, yeah, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it depends I, on the outlook of the person who got attacked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a friend well, of the podcast who, if he ever got attacked, it would have been quite funny and his own fault. <laughs> I mean, got you it. could get attacked by um, uh, a penguin. Penguin yeah. escaped from the zoo. <laughs> and broke, that okay. would be Bone. funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, when I say attacked, I, I meant like mugged. Mugged. Or, or <laughs> That's what I thought up. you meant. So. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't meaning like a wildlife attack, because that would be funny. Like a red panda, <laughs> just like out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you can get mugged by animals. There are there are monkeys that, that steal things from people, aren't there? But is that, what, well, hang on, what's their intent? Uh, well, quite often it's food. Uh, but right. sometimes they are trained monkeys that steal money. Uh, okay, yeah, trained. I see. I saw a video of a trained monkey on a little motorbike um, <laughs> trying to kidnap a child. And okay. Obviously, that's a terrible crime, but it's it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to know more. So, what's I told the you, monkey? I told you everything about <laughs> everything about that video. I've just summed up. Well, no. Was what's the monkey? Um, riding the motorbike or was yes. he was he he was riding the motorbike as well <laughs> yeah. as looking for children to steal yeah and then the monkey's on a piece of string and when the monkey has grabbed onto the child the gang that want to abduct the child pull the monkey and the child back oh my god the, the so, child got monkey's not no the, so the monkey isn't riding the motorbike yes he's a passenger no so but the then, monkey rides the motorbike up this alley and then the, yeah. the baddies are at the end of the alley with the monkey on a piece of string. So then the monkey grabs the baby and they pull the monkey and the baby back. Without the motorbike? Yeah, I think they just oh, sacrifice the motorbike, the motorbike for the baby. It's like, or maybe they go back and get it later. So they're being dragged the family... on the ground? Uh, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it, it's funnier than it sounds when I uh, <laughs> just described it. And the child gets away, so it's not a successful abduction. Okay, that's good. The, the um, economics of this don't make sense because it's a tiny, <laughs> tiny motorbike. I'm going to say the size of a monkey trying to steal a human being. Yeah, and maybe the they stole the motorbike. Unrealistic. What's I don't the point know. In the motorbike, if. Well, just so like, the monkey can get up to the child without anyone. I don't know, like 15 miles an hour? It's a tiny motorbike. But but they've got to be close enough that they're down. within range of the string. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like an alley. It's like like fifty meters. So why does why does why doesn't the monkey walk? Because you'd see the monkey coming, wouldn't you? And you'd hide your child. You'd see but the monkey when, coming when on a motorbike. You'd yeah, hear the engine. You, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to react in time because it's a motorbike. Wouldn't a little kid like want to? see it like it's an animal wouldn't it be yeah, attracted exactly. to like a monkey an animal on a motorbike I want so to the see need this. so the need for a motorbike though you just see a monkey and like that's exciting right, right. i'm gonna have to send you a link in the chat window i know this isn't good <laughs> audio but it's horrible and everything but it's uh yeah okay so we're all gonna watch it and review it yeah might as well wow so it might even be like an electric motorbike it might not even be I don't think it's got a petrol engine. This, that monkey is so small. That mother doesn't even flinch. I get it. It probably She's happens like, all the time. Oh, it's not even a proper motorbike. 
It's like I said, it's a, a tiny motorbike. <laughs> it's like a child's toy. Yeah. yeah. I don't see the string. It feels like the monkey is just like. So when it goes, when you get this well, slow motion action replay at the end, okay, you can see. There it is. Yeah. I see it. Oh wow. That is interesting. It said entertainment, that it's a form of entertainment. Did you see that in the video? Yeah. yeah. Which... So, so they think, oh, it's okay that the, the monkey is riding on the motorbike and that's to entertain everyone. Yeah. To distract from the fact that the kid is about to get kidnapped. Monkey but maybe maybe the monkey went rogue and grabbed the kid and the people on the rope are trying to get the monkey away from the kid. Oh yeah, they're trying to pull the monkey back and say, That's leave good. that kid alone. Leave that kid alone. Yeah. Oh, maybe. But in which case, they must have anticipated it because why would they have tied a rope to the monkey? <laughs> to make sure the monkey he doesn't, doesn't run, run away. away. Oh, well, then you wouldn't put it on a motorbike if you were concerned about it running away. Well, no, because that's the entertainment. the entertainment. Chris and I are on the same page right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're vibing hard. <laughs> I like so Chris's the monkey's allowed to ride the motorbike, <laughs> but the, the, the rope is like a fail-safe in case right, the yeah. monkey becomes self-aware and tries to steal a child, which is what happened. Well, it's a good job they prepared them. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my, my criticism of that, Graham, is I was hoping for an, a motorbike with an engine... I'd have accepted like a scooter, like just a twist and go... <laughs> automatic transmission like a vespa yeah <laughs> I, mean, I think that's i said four like times it's a very tiny motorbike <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> not a motorbike is it it's a it's like a it's a toy motorbike it's not a real yeah, motorbike. But it drives no it's, it's it's no no it's just like a thing you, <laughs> what push do you think along. they launched it yes yeah you didn't push it along it was remote controlled oh yeah maybe like and they like just moved it forward while the monkey was on it and then all yeah. of a sudden it just got distracted by this kid well, I do take your point that that's probably more expensive than a child, so it's not it's not a good swap, is it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. I, mean, I can't remember how we got onto this. I don't know. But speaking of monkeys, Marcel is one of my least favorite like plot points. What are your thoughts on Marcel? I know this is going back to season one, and he'll come up in a future season, but... Um, yeah, I feel... It seemed like they were just trying to do something really weird and crazy with Ross mm-hmm. and somebody in the writer's room said what if he had a monkey and then nobody else talked them out of that there was a fashion for people having monkeys as pets well Michael Jackson had a monkey yeah I had to, I knew someone in my primary school that had a pet monkey no you didn't I did <laughs> I really did <laughs> no you didn't um I can't remember his name <laughs> Oh, that's convenient, isn't it? His, his, he, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but I, if we went back to Send, I could show you the house he lived in. So he lived in a really, really big house. I think his dad was involved in, in Drug smuggling. films of some kind. Um, and he had, he had a pet monkey. I don't know why you genuinely did have a pet monkey. I don't know why you do this, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's any way that I can prove this. <laughs> no, exactly. It, yeah. It to happen. No. no picture or anything for proof. Well, no, because like we were friends when we were about eight, oh. ten, and that was before you took photos of like things. Like the yeah. Yeah, I had always wondered. 
<laughs> he also, and I was more interested in this, is he had a lot of newts in his pond because me and Ken Livingston, we really love newts. <laughs> so I was more interested in, in the, the newts in the pond than the monkey. It wasn't a very nice monkey. It was kind of like quite, quite angry, but mm. I don't think it had the nicest life. I had wondered if the same monkey that was in Friends was in Ace Ventura because they use the same like type of monkey and Monica is like the woman from, I mean, it's um, Courtney, Courtney Cox, but she is in Ace Ventura as well. So I always wondered if there was a crossover, but I just Googled it. Do they have the same agent? I don't know, but it wasn't the same monkey. I looked at that. Oh. Siblings. What? I mean, I don't know how long monkeys live for. So, did Llewellyn, did you say they were siblings? I said maybe they were siblings. I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe the they monkeys? were. Yeah. Maybe. It could be a famous acting family like the Baldwins. <laughs> Apparently, the monkey appeared in a 30s Rock, in 30s Rock, but not Outbreak or Ace Ventura. Wait a minute. So, the the because the Outbreak, so outbreak is the thing that they say he's filming in and the monkey wasn't actually in it no they said outbreak was not the same monkey as the one that's in friends but 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 that's meant to be the case isn't it is it i don't know not actually outbreak they're filming in friends though is it? it's just a film like that oh okay believe i don't know I don't, I've never seen Outbreak. I have no idea. So actually, the, the monkey who played Marcel went on to have a better acting career than the baby who played Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, congratulations to Marcel. <laughs> that's kind of embarrassing for uh, Michael Dunderson. Or Katie. Katie was the monkey's name. Oh. Katie? Yeah, didn't you say it was Katie? I thought in the Fun Facts episode we talked about how Katie was the name of the monkey that played Marcel. Marcel. Is it a girl monkey? A girl I oh you're right it's right here thank you that's, well that's Turns very pretty little guy is actually a female so it's a actually a girl monkey um but one thing that I um uh we filmed like a separate little like intro just into the episode before you guys came on and I introduced <laughs> I have zero um confidence in my uh lingo for like the UK <laughs> so I introduced you guys as two blokes is that accurate it just sort of fell out yeah. of my mouth and yeah. I was like what am I doing yeah no that's uh, that that's that's acceptable. blokes is a uh, yeah blokes works isn't it like yeah. a guy like a informal like guy yeah it would be a yeah. bloke I work with it's um I guess it's a little bit dated now you don't hear it too much um, That's good yeah, to you, know. <laughs> you, you could have like a, a, a bloke, bloke down the pub said this. And then okay. I, yeah. He, this bloke told me he could get me a, a good bit of rhubarb. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd like to hear your English accents. You'd like to hear our English accents? Yeah. I don't think there's anything funnier than Americans doing English <laughs> accents. I think, it's, I think it's terrific. Um, well, ironically, we don't think there's anything sexier than an English accent, so oh, there it well. is. You would if you lived in England, because... Uh... <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But I think that's, again, just the... You don't have that, and it's not like your normal culture, so anything outside is always like either funny or exotic or whatever. Yeah. I think that just goes with the territory. 
Maybe we'll say that when we're on your podcast. Well, I mean, that is oh. maybe the thing that Dan would have going for him if we uh, really need <laughs> he's to. Very, he's he's, he's the very most English person I've ever heard. One of one of our theories for um, finding him a girlfriend is based on one of the plots in Love Actually, uh, mm. where the the Chris Marshall character is a complete loser in love in the UK, but believes if he goes to America that. Um, <laughs> Because of his English accent, um, all the ladies will love him. And uh... I mean, it's not completely <laughs> off base, there. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's so that's the thing. You can that. just take your earnings <laughs> from your sponsorships or whatever you guys do, and just like send them on over. <laughs> yeah, we, we, well, we got, we'd like we got, him to emigrate, uh, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. So you're 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 going to do English accents for us? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Hear on that. a future date, this gives you some time to practice. Okay, we'll practice. Okay, cool. Oh my gosh, that is I'm sweating right now. That's so nerve wracking. You could do some uh, research by watching Mary Poppins. Um, that's, a, that's a high quality English accent that Dick Van Dyke does there. Um, I think um, in Friends, Emily, even though she's played by a British actor, actor her accent is very unconvincing. Mm. Interesting. She's, yeah, it's... It's if, like they've if, said, can you be more English? <laughs> yeah, just turn up the English, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the and her rugby playing friends... Right. Those are awful English accents. Are they, they all English actors? I'd be amazed if they were English actors. Mm, okay. But you get it a lot. Oh, oh, he's British, so I am. <laughs> That's, I'm just gonna set the bar real low. That's probably what I'll sound like. I'm just yeah. gonna set it there. I, I is going to have a muffin for my breakfast, <laughs> mother. That's awesome. I actually went to London a year and a half ago, and it was the worst experience I've ever had on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it wasn't in it, uh, it wasn't due to anything from the actual city. It's just like one thing after another kept happening that by the end of the week, I was like, I just want to go home and try this again some other day. <laughs> but like the, my plane, my first plane in had to be completely rerouted where I got in at a completely different time. And I was trying to meet a friend. We were coming from different, like places in the states but like flew in and we're trying to like land together so my plane had to be completely rerouted to like go through Ireland instead of like coming through just going straight from like DC and popping over or whatever it was um and then they lost my luggage so I had so I wore the same thing like three days in a row because I wasn't sure about their um how like if the airline will if they lose your l luggage, they'll like refund you for buying a certain amount of like money's worth of clothes because it's their fault. Um, so I lost my clothes um, or they, you know, lost it and didn't get back to me for three days. And then my, I ended up losing my credit card that I was using to like fund the trip because I was just going to like take from my savings and pay it off. But I lost that. And then also lost the Airbnb keys to the place that I was staying at. Um, and so it was just like randomly, like one thing after another, after another. And then at one point I was walking, um, I had missed 
I didn't realize your guys' like bus system where you had to like pull the bus thing to let them know that you're getting off at the next stop. So they just whizzed past my stop. And I was like, I don't know how like the circle back works. So I'm just going to get off at the next stop and walk back. But it was like on one of your guys' like highways or, you know, freeways. So I'm walking in the median of this highway. And so obviously like a police car pulls me over and he's like, what are you doing out here? Like, you can't be walking like in this area. I was like, I'm just trying to get to my next stop. And I like passed it. It's a 45 minute walk at this point now. So he ended up driving me and having to check like all my credentials, you know, cause I'm obviously American. So, um, so it's just kind of this one thing after another where I was like, okay, let's press, let's just press repeat in like 10 years when I'm ready for another, like go at this country. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I'd assumed that your story was just going to be how horrible London is, <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't sound like it's really London's fault at all. That and that's that what happened. I said. That's why I said that. I was yeah. like, it's not really like London's fault, but it's just so happened that I had all of these terrible experiences right back to back in one city. Um, and probably next time I'd, I'd probably venture out. We only stayed in London. And so we didn't have any other, we didn't plan any travel. We just wanted to experience London itself. So. Mm. There's a lot of stuff there, but there's also a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, too, too many people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that we do on our show when we like introduce a new set of friends is we ask them to tell us which, like, which friend are you? So we recognize that like all of the characters have very um, stereotyped personalities. So we don't need you guys to like stick to like only the guys because there's so many nuances of like the personalities but which which friend would you guys say you are? And then if you can't figure it out, maybe the other one of you can help like delineate. Um, I think when you first watch Friends, when you're, uh, well, when we were teenagers and there was a lot of unrequited love going on. So I think you probably identify with Ross when you're a <laughs> teenage boy quite a mm. lot. But I'd probably, probably Chandler, I would guess. Yeah, I would say... Uh, I wouldn't even have to make an amalgamation of any of them. It, it's just Chandler. I think yeah. his, all of his insecurities and hang-ups and humour as a defence mechanism. I mean, yeah, you, you could pretty much copy and paste his life onto mine. And uh, yeah, but he, you know, he he does all right for himself. Good for him. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yeah. He ends up I, at like the top. I feel like. Yeah. Who's um, your? You guys mentioned your. Um, you guys mentioned your, you mentioned your least favorite friends mm. is yours is Rachel. Would yeah. you agree, Chris? Is your, is your least favorite? I, I don't really dislike any of them. Um, if you've got to, if you've got to pick the, the one you. So I, th- I think that the least important one is probably phoebe because she is slightly separate from the group and i think you could remove her and you'd still have a lot of the main story arcs so i think she's least important to the group but i don't dislike her i think the pairings that they have in the subplots in the episodes is always quite interesting and i think phoebe and joey is always a good 
uh, pairing for a subplot. But again, I, th- I think the worst pairing for a subplot is Rachel and Chandler because you just think if they didn't know the same people, there's absolutely no way those two would be friends. There's, they just wouldn't even know what to say to each other, would they? There aren't, I can't, yeah. I can barely think of any subplots that are just the two of them, really. No, they never have their own story arc at mm-hmm. all. But if it weren't for, if it weren't for the thing that they did in season, what was it, eight and nine, I think, with um, Joey and Rachel, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a travesty, is the worst thing possible, I think. Um, without that, the only reason that Joey is connected is because he's roommates with Chandler. So I really don't feel like him and Rachel really would have had any subplot points either, except for the fact that they threw them together Mm. in the later season or like the later seasons. Yeah. Of the series. Mm. I think it's the thing that, um, um, Matt LeBlanc has said is that he feels that Joey was the least developed of the, characters mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would agree Which is yeah odd because he probably had the most growing to do <laughs> yeah. and, uh, yeah, they, they just didn't they just didn't do any did they no no and i think they actually made him dumber as the series went on i think uh, yeah i think that that happened a lot that they they became more stereotypically a character mm-hmm and and I think that happens when sitcoms kind of run low on ideas and they know what the easy things are to get get a laugh. I think so after Monica the first became season, more fussy about uh, everything. After the first season, they deliberately wrote Joey dumber because he played dumb well. And, uh, <laughs> you, if you look at his character in season mm-hmm. one to any of the later series, he he was more of a sort of womanizer and. Mm. less innocent in season one and I think if they hadn't done that with him then he would have got really boring really quickly yeah Mm. yeah it's like Phoebe has this Phoebe plays I feel like the personalities between Phoebe and Joey it's kind of a really tight line because Joey plays the dumb one and I think Phoebe plays because her character is so um eccentric I feel like her um i don't know spaciness sometimes i guess but it is different than joey's like he's dumb yeah. in social settings yeah i think yeah i mean i i think i don't i can't think of a way of explaining it in short words so maybe i shouldn't try <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i i think there was a shortcut to a joke that, that developed with Phoebe that, that oh she's she's new age and she's going to believe in in weird things mm-hmm. and um, I, I think they, I think they worked out shortcuts to laughs and I think in the later series they they overused those yeah for sure so Monica with cleaning um, what would Ross's have been dinosaurs yeah yeah Yeah. i think ross is probably after rachel my second least favorite i didn't yeah i think generally any plot arc that had him in i could have lived without Mm -hmm. 
Ross is definitely my least favorite. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think I think there's some really great things that he's in, like the with the chair where he just shouts pivot, pivot. Well, yeah, I was going to say he's he's a bad character, but he does get a lot of laughs. Whereas Rachel yeah. isn't even very funny. Yeah. And um, I, I think about that whenever I have to move furniture in my house. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to moving house because I'm going to get to say pivot lots of times. <laughs> and also, you are ruining moving day for us. <laughs> Two favourite things to say when I move uh, house. Yes. Come yeah. barging in with your white dog. Mm. Um, it's been on a white horse, right? <laughs> for the gentleman. Yeah, there's other really there's other great bits that Ross has done. Like like when he's he had the the kind of um, the breakdown. Oh, with the sandwich. And he had the with the sandwich, yeah. And he had the medication to to chill him out. That was yeah. that was a good <laughs> that was a good plot for him. Yeah. And when he when he had the spray tan, and he he counted, <laughs> um, he counted with Mississippi's. Uh, yeah. And he was meant to count Mississippilously. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he went to the other place, and he he got it wrong again. So he ended up with like four fours. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All on all on the one side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So anything else? For this episode specifically, um, well, I I would like to increase your pride in the great state of Michigan, because you're you're famous for lots of things according to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh no! When when um some some ruddy blokes from England, <laughs> what 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 is from the rhubarb triangle? He's saying all about <laughs> rhubarb and stuff. You you can uh, you can come back at them, and you can say, "Well, Michigan is the leading U.S. producer of tart cherries, blueberries, mm-hmm. blueberries, yeah. pickling cucumbers." <laughs> Didn't uh, know that one. No petunias, which are a very good flower, oh. um, and navy beans. I don't know what a navy bean is. Neither um, do I. No, I'm going to have to click on that. Apparently, I did know Kellogg- blueberries. Yeah. We just can't. Yeah, well, there you are. You could have said we're the blueberry state. We are the blueberry state. Yeah. Well, what shape would uh, the blueberries grow best in? <laughs> like a blueberry hexagon. Um. Well, it's definitely not triangle for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. What about a zone? Maybe like a maybe because our state is shaped like a mitten. We could just say like. Blueberries. The blueberry mitten Mitten. sounds like you know when uh, you're younger and people tell you to Google something, and then you grow (laughs) out of that. It sounds like a blueberry mitten would be a horrible thing that um, (laughs) people would try and trick you into googling. Yeah, and it'd probably result in maybe not good results, depending. Well, that yeah, that that's that's all I wanted to add. Really, is that you you should be proud of your production of um, blueberries. We will. We will be more proud now. We promise. <laughs> oh, you got loads of um, sausage companies. You're like the Lincoln of America. <laughs> yes. The... I don't know, Graham. We're coming for you because you apparently are moving in. Yeah. Well, we can have a sausage Ball, off. 
Four <laughs> park francs. You send us yours and we'll send you ours. <laughs> Wait, are you saying ballpark francs are... Ballpark ball, ball francs. Yeah. I had, I had no clue. I knew Kellogg was here. We make good cereal. Yeah, we do. Yeah. There's the, the Kogel Meat Company. I'm not sure I'd want to buy sausages from the Kogel, Kogel. Meat Company. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I suppose Dutch. Dutch, I guess. Kogel. Huh. And the Hebrew National Sausage Companies. Wow. Look at that. So a... Hebrew National is a brand of kosher hot dog. Mm. It is. So there you are. There it is. Our claim to fame, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Breweries and kosher hot dogs. <laughs> have you visited New York to see the, any of the Friends buildings from the, uh, the establishing shops? Um, I've been to New York a couple yeah. times, but I actually have never gone on like a Friends, you know, self-done tour mm. at all. Yeah. There was one time in, in Chicago I stumbled upon, they were like having a feature with an AT&T store and they had brought in um, like the marriage vows between Chandler and Monica. They had brought in Joey's official, um, not diploma, but his certificate for to be a minister. Um, they had brought in the original sonogram that they used for Rachel's baby. I think. And then they had um, like a little mannequin set up with Joey's like layers of clothes when he puts on Chandler's clothes. <laughs> um, so they had that in like a box. Um, and then they probably rebuilt. There was a, there was a door there where you, one side was like the friend's door on the inside where it was, you know, the yellow frame with the orange or the um, purple door. And then the other side was Chandler and Joey's door. So you could take pictures, but it was just a, you know, a duplicate, just a fun, you know, thing. Um, they had like a sound booth where you could go in and do your own version of Smelly Cat and record it. And then it would like play it back to you in this recording booth. Um, and then they had the whole, uh, orange couch set up in like a cafe that they had built. So it was definitely an installment. I just don't know if it was, it wasn't all original things, but the things that were original, they had in like a glass box for you to, you know, take a look at. Do they have any of the uh, sort of extras appearing as uh, like a, get you get a photo with them for twenty dollars and that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite a sad thing to. Experience, yeah, that would be. It? Yeah, we could see Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, take a photo. <laughs> and maybe Terry would be there. Terry, that'd maybe. be the perfect one. Yeah, yeah. Mister Heckles sure. would maybe be. Mister Heckles died, didn't he? He, he already months did. Ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you our... meant in the show. Wait, well, both. <laughs> in the show. That was in our, what, last episode, Llewellyn? Two yeah. episodes ago? Yeah. We just, yeah, we just, just finished up that talking. Mm. Yeah, that episode this last week. Because um, Chandler, Chandler goes through his little, like, midlife crisis. Crisis of oh. identity yeah. and, you know, security and things like that. So, have you guys ever been stateside? I've only I, ever I been to Canada. I was meant to be going to Florida. Uh, we were get, taking the kids to Disney World um, mm-hmm. this April, but then it got cancelled because of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will go one day, but I don't know when it's going to be safe again. Yeah. Did they reimburse you or just give you like a credit for a future trip? How did they um, do that? Well, the company that we booked it through, they gave us credit for a future trip, but okay. they gave you the money back plus, I think they're like, 20% extra or something. So it's quite a 
quite a lot extra for when we rebook it. Yeah, nice. Um, but we could have had the cash if we wanted, but we thought, well, we've written that money off, so we may we're as well. We're going to go. Yeah, yeah we're, we're still going to go at some point. But no, I went, I've only been, I've been to Canada twice. went on our honeymoon to Toronto and mm-hmm. uh, Banff and Saskatchewan. Nice. Which is not a tourist hotspot. <laughs> been um, to Toronto my... once. Yeah. It's only like a five hour drive from where, from Detroit. Wow. I don't think I've ever driven for five hours anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken so many road trips. Um, mm. I'm, yeah, I've got it all down. But now that I'm getting older, it's like, I just don't want to be in a car for that long. So <laughs> now I'm. Yeah, flying's way more appealing. Yeah, flying is way better. What about you, Chris? Have you ever been? I didn't hear your answer. No, no. I've um, I've been, I've stayed in my own. Uh, is you can have hemispheres different ways, can't you? Which hemisphere am I in if I'm just <laughs> Europe and Africa? Well, you're in both. Is it, yeah, you, it's both. Cross, uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, not north and south. But you can split it up a different way, can't you? No, but even if it was east and west, you could. You have both. western hemisphere and eastern hemisphere. Yeah, but I want to go. I mean, I want I want to cut the world up differently. Well, you can't. You you cut it through Greenwich. <laughs> and when you right. went to Suffolk, you went to the other hemisphere. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I've I've gone I've gone up and down, but not left and right very much. Okay. I've done Europe and and Africa. So you've stayed in like similar time zones. Yeah. There it is. A low a low variance of time zones. I think that's the only other way that you can cut it left and right is just time. What time zone are you in? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it's definitely North and South hemisphere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could, well, that, I could go and do some homework and tell you which time zones I've been in. I don't think that's good audio. Is it? <laughs> well, that, that was one of the best. We don't things have about, to include it. <laughs> yeah. Which one time of the best things about our holiday <laughs> last year was we went to Lisbon in Portugal and that's the same time zone as England. But it's a different country. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to change our watches or anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's the major factor when choosing a holiday. Am yeah. I going to have to change my <laughs> Am watch? Am I going to have to change yeah. my watch? Yeah. Your phones well, change I, automatically, but your yeah. watches well, do not. Well, now I've got I've got a computer watch, so it changes automatically as well. So it's there not even know. a. I didn't have to like figure out when I was calling home what time right. it was there. Right. So it, was, it was the same. Yeah. It was tea time. I find it reassuring to have something that, that doesn't change so that you know if the things that are meant to have changed have changed. Keep yourself grounded. <laughs> yeah. You can think, well, it feels like it's... You think, well, that, this, this, no, this thing... No, down, it's only five. This thing doesn't have internet, so it, yeah. that, that's kind of like... The, that's the pure British time, mm. and you know that that's going to stay right. Her right. Majesty's time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you, you're more confident about whether your other devices have moved or not right Right. i think that is interesting because even in the states like we have we have four different time zones within our one country where it's different than i didn't even think about that like my sister lives on that my sister lives on in california so we are three hours apart i'd have to cut ties <laughs> we're just this isn't gonna to, work anymore <laughs> you know you, you, you're dead to me now i can't i'm not having to do maths every time i want to speak to you. 
And it always is the weirdest time because when it's late for me, it's like prime time just after the kid's bedtime for her. So she's got availability, but I'm like, it is midnight here. I can't start a conversation. I have to go to bed. So do you live near one of the time zone borders? Because that must be really weird if you like lived in a town. That um, Chicago is an hour later. I want to go, go and see a film in the next town <laughs> and then like it starts an hour later <laughs> so it's weird because it used to be indiana which is like what an hour from us um used yeah, to be on hour. a different time zone than us like when daylight savings happens they used to go back an hour i don't know when that switched and who got the power to decide to change that but they no longer shift times anymore so they're the same time zone but it was weird when we were kids um because we you know we'd be driving down I had family in Ohio, so we'd be driving down, and the the clock would change back an hour in Indiana, and then it'd go forward again. We hit Ohio, and I was like, "What is time traveling?" (laughs) It did. It did feel like time traveling, but we don't have that issue anymore. And Arizona is one state that doesn't adhere to the time zone changes. So when we have um, spring forward and fall behind, what are those called? Um, What are the actual terms for those, Llewellyn? The daylight savings. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Um, uh, Arizona doesn't like adhere to that. So their time stays the same at all times. It never, it never changes, but all the states around them do within that time zone, like the dividers, the delineators. What state is it that has, I think it's Tennessee or maybe it's right down the middle, right down the middle. One half of the state is one time zone. The other is the other time zone. Yeah. Like that's, it's Tennessee because I thought if you look at the map, Tennessee is right under Michigan. Like you just drive straight south and it's right there, but Nashville is actually an hour behind where we live in Michigan. So even though it's right underneath the way that the time zones cut and the state delineations, um, Nashville is like an hour behind. Just so weird. But on a map, it would look like it's right underneath. So most of them are state lines, how they do that, but with Tennessee and like Kentucky their their states are so long and so like not like they're narrow um I think they just had to like cut it right down the middle I think people should just get used to going to bed in the dark (laughs) not and then just have it on one time and just just deal with it yeah Yeah. I believe it's because of farmers right that we originally did that because farmers needed the daylight where where Chris lives in Dorset, that's in a different time zone to the rest of the country. It's just it's ten years behind. Of, <laughs> now I'm seeing Alabama. I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the twenty twelve Olympics. Be <laughs> it's really great. Be. <laughs> don't don't let me know what happens though. No, you need um, that almanac. Yeah. We need that uh, <laughs> back to the future almanac. Help yeah. you out a little. Well, spoiler alert, that's the last good thing that happens in this country. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Graham can go in on his roulette idea for Netflix and get some get some monetaries off of that. Mm, yeah. There you go. should go in <laughs> while you maybe can. I could, uh, maybe I'll write to them and say, I've got an idea. Oh, great idea. You have to give me 50% yep. all of your profits. <laughs> probably quite a lot, isn't it? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe open up for negotiations. <laughs> but then they'd, they'd be interested because they're going to say, well, this guy wants 50% of our money. He must, must be serious. Be he must have yeah. something good. He wouldn't. Yeah. I think it's a brilliant idea. And, yeah, just go in and bluff them. 
yeah, it's trademarked. He owns it. None of our friends mm. can take this. You have to send it to yourself in a letter, don't you? You do. <laughs> then that's how you make stuff. And have it, right? have it yeah. postmarked and don't open yeah. it. Yeah, I would do that. We'll give you a 30 days head start. Otherwise, me and Llewellyn are going in on it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was so much fun. <laughs> it was so fun. Like, honestly, like, so hold up in this closet, guys, you guys. Thankfully, we have a bigger closet. We do. And she has, like, this... Llewellyn has a piano stool, so it's really <laughs> long. So we set up ourselves a little differently where we got to sit side by side. But yeah. on... We were on different screens in this virtual <laughs> Zoom. It was it was fun though. I mean, it was interesting. But yeah, I mean, the last time I've connected with someone internationally that I didn't know prior was like an AIM chat room back oh, gosh, in the late AIM. '90s, early AIM. 2000s, and they asked me what knickers I was wearing. So it wasn't appropriate <laughs> at all. But that's the last time I connected with anyone internationally, virtually. That's funny. Without any uh. previous like identification yeah and you didn't see each other then it was just like typing yeah you saw their username which was probably something really random oh my gosh yeah dangerous uh, <laughs> all right anywho let's okay yeah. let's do our episode rating so <laughs> leanne how would you rate this episode <laughs> i mean you're not wrong i'm gonna give it to marcel um the only reason it's not a smelly cat is because smelly cat debuts yeah which is ironic um it didn't have any the, and, and i struggle rating it that low because it's very like chandler heavy with a plot mm -hmm. so and i love chandler obviously but right. it just it was a funny plot funny bits but just not driving the conversation forward there's no like movement you could have skipped this episode in the series and it would have never been missed at all yeah um, so I'm going to give it a Marcel. Okay. Which is, it's real low. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know that we talked about our ratings before this. Yeah. But I'm going to change mine. You <laughs> and I actually think I'm going to say Marcel as well, what? which is what I had said you initially. You had a Marcel. Yeah. And then you moved it and I'm like, no, I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for all the same reasons. And... Why didn't you like split the difference? <laughs> Go with that. Oh my God. <laughs> Only because it really, like, like you said, like it did not move anything forward, and it's like such a standalone episode that, yeah, like when I think about Friends, like the one in the baby with the baby on the bus is not the one I think of, right? So, yeah, but it did debut "Smelly Cat," which I think is important because yeah. it's such an iconic song. Totally. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna say Marcel. Okay. Uh, we went low, y'all. We went real low. That's okay. You're changing your text I am. <laughs> in our document. <laughs> okay. Stay organized, people. So let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. So recommend to a friend. Yes. I'm going to recommend Boba Tea. I'm going to bring tea. it all back to the update, to Boba. the life update. When we, anytime for the two weeks I was in California in August for my mom's health. And then for this last 10 days I was in there. Every time we'd either visit her at the hospital or putz around town, my sister and I would get ourselves boba tea at this one place. We got so many free ones, and they always upgraded us, but had us pay for regular. She always orders um, banana milk tea, which was never on the menu, but they have all the ingredients yeah. for it. Um, and so, like, 
boba tea. Like we, every single day we had it for two weeks straight. And then for another 10 days when I was just out here this last time, we were like boba tea all the time. So highly recommend boba tea to a friend. Wow. Y'all go try it. I think I'm going to have to go try it. Although I don't know that I can have it. And what's hilarious is I don't normally like anything that's pudding based or like the idea of tapioca pearls seems very like, ugh to me. But for some reason in the tea, it just works. Kind of like aesthetically though too. Like it looks cool. It looks so cool. And you're like, they vacuum seal the top. So you're like, you You stab it with the... (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) It's just like, it's such a fun drink. It really is. And I don't... And that's the thing. It's like, we don't ever get that all the time in our own lives, like normal. It was like such an interesting, unique time and, and like a thing that we did to like treat ourselves because we're the ones that managed all of my mom's everything. My dad was zero help. So like it was our way to treat ourselves because we were doing all of the work. So yeah. Recommend to a friend. That's cool. That's awesome. What about you? Um, yeah, so I'm going to go totally different. And I know that we've talked about in the past how much Leanne and I love true crime. And binging. And just binging all of that type <laughs> of stuff. And Netflix. And Netflix. We should just recommend Netflix to our friend. <laughs> Anything on And Netflix. eliminate any future episode things. Um, or so... <laughs> so I've, I've, I've watched the show before, um, actually, back when I used to live with my cousin when she was pregnant. We binge-watched this entire show. Um, oh, the whole show. The, well, all this that had been out to that point, okay. it, had, it hadn't finished. Oh, but I didn't know that. I never saw the last three seasons, and it just ended this year. So I wanted to rewatch them so I could watch the final three. Right. So y'all, I just got done with the twelfth season of Criminal Minds. How did it end? Without well, spoilers. Well, I haven't like I. There's still three more seasons. Oh, all oh, that's on okay. Netflix is twelve seasons. So I've got to go elsewhere to get the rest of them. Oh. But they always ended on a cliffhanger, so you're like, I've got to get to the next season. These streaming wars need to be over. Uh, They really do. eliminate all the others and put them back on Netflix. Yeah. Well, the worst thing about about this one, I realized, and I should have looked into it before I started binging, Mm -hmm. um, I thought it would be on CBS All Access, because they said it would be. But CBS is having a battle with Hulu and Disney. Apparently, they bought the rights to this show somehow. Oh, no. And so eventually it's going to be on Hulu, but they can't put it on Hulu until Netflix is done with the 12 seasons. Right. And they don't have, like, they're not telling us how long the contract is with Netflix. So right now, there's nowhere that you can stream season 13, 14, 15 of Criminal Minds for free. Because that's so infuriating. It's so frustrating. I've used that word a lot already (laughs) in this episode, but that is maddening. So frustrating. So I shamefully have to admit that I bought season 13 (laughs) (laughs) on my Apple TV. I'm proud of you. So that's the way to do it. Put everything virtually now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like I'm thinking about some shows that like friends, like is a show that I would timelessly watch all the time. Yep. And I would consider criminal minds as one of those. So like, I wouldn't mind eventually buying all All the seasons and just because it ended this year, they don't have like a box set yet. Right. So I don't mind doing it digitally. Yeah. So that's me. I would recommend, not that I even really told you about the show, but I love the show. Yeah. And if you like true crime, I mean, they, they, most of their cases are largely fake and like made up, but they do like reference some of the old people. Okay. Like Ted Bundy and like, yeah, the biggest. Yeah. Like the big ones. Yeah. Um, 
Remember that one time you posted on Instagram the opposite of what you felt about true crime? Y'all, so anytime I just see the words obsessed and true crime, I automatically post about it. And I didn't read the full thing. She was like, same. Uh, It said, I'm not obsessed with true crime. and It was like an Enneagram account. And they're like, I'm a type six and I'm not obsessed with true crime. Because I guess it's a stereotype that most sixes are. Even though I'm a one and I'm definitely obsessed. Yeah. But I read it really fast, and all I thought it said was, I'm obsessed with true crime, but it said I'm not obsessed. And Leanne called me when out I about it. I saw that, I was like, lies. <laughs> lies. It had been up for like six hours. Oh, uh, lies. I should have reposted it and said, I'm I thought so while I was sorry. gone in California, you had like changed your mind about true crime while nope. I was gone and hadn't updated me. No, no. It was so But funny. I'm realizing now that I live alone how terrifying it is to watch things that are true crime. Yeah. You have to watch them during the day. Because, like, you watch it, and then you're like, any creak you hear, you're like, someone coming to kill me. <laughs> Luckily, you're on the second story, though, uh, right yeah. now. And I have, like, a, a locked door and a locked door, so yeah. you'd have to get through two before you get to me. Yeah, you'd have to do some... You'd be have, you'd have to be real committed. Yeah. Like, they'd definitely hit the first floor first. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, okay, so next week we're going to cover the one where Ross finds out. Ooh. <gasps> what? Okay. Cool. So we will catch you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast.